Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Bing, da-da, ding. Do, da-da, do, ba-da, ba, da ding, da-da, ding. Do, 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 do. Now, what were you doing at a museum? Yeah, it doesn't really sound like uh, on brand, does it? Well, no, I'm looking at your Instagram now. Yeah, you were at like a Van Gogh experience or something like that? Yeah, I was about 15 minutes into this experience, and I said to my girlfriend, I said, let's Van Gogh. Like, as in, let's get the hell out of here. What are we doing here, you know? Yeah. Do you know who Van Gogh is? So I'll be honest with you, George. Um, going into it, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I knew like you never even heard of him. No, no, no. I've heard of Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've heard of him like Van Gogh. Okay. I got it. He's some old guy, artist, blah, 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 you know, but I really didn't know much about Van Gogh, but there was an exhibition called beyond Van Gogh. Yeah. And I didn't really want a Van Gogh, but I Van went and, Uh um, I walked around. I learned about Van Gogh. I sat in this like uh, auditorium for like 30 minutes where they showed you every painting. They played a bunch of music. Okay, okay. Yeah. Pop quiz. What did you learn about Vincent Van Gogh? Well, that he actually thought that Van Gogh was too tough of a name, so he always signed all of his paintings Vincent rather okay. than Van Gogh. Laura, mm-hmm. let me um, give me some like show music, like uh, like a game show music. We can do a little Vincent Van Gogh pop quiz here you ready okay, These i'm ready easy. i'm ready hey You're i was there. there last night i read every single slide i wa- i took it all in i wonder if yeah. i'll actually know anything okay let, let's just let's do it are you ready i'm ready laura do, do you have any any like game showy there we go beautiful this will work in what country was vincent van gogh born um oh my god uh geez i don't know um uh austria Hmm. All right, I'll give you. How about I give you a choice? Uh, I'll give you multiple choice: the Netherlands, Germany, France, or Spain. I'll go with the Netherlands. That's correct. Actually, he's Dutch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You. Not bad. All right. All right. All right. Next one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vincent Van Gogh first noted episode of depression occurred during a to occurred due to a relationship problem. Who was it with? His employer. A young lady or a sibling? Um, the way I read it last night, it was more about an employer, I believe. Uh, no, it was a young lady. You know, uh, they, ne- you know, they said that, George. And then there was this whole story about Van Gogh, like, cutting off his ear, you know, uh, because he was very upset about the way the relationship was going with the young lady. That's what I was told going in. But when I read the slide in the exhibit... It seemed like it was more about his brother and some other guy that they were doing business with. I, I, listen, I got confused, you know? Okay. All right. Vincent Van Gogh had a few different occupations during his lifetime other than artist, obviously. Right, right. Which one of these did he take up? Prison guard, astronomer, missionary, or biologist? 
He actually, I believe the answer will be missionary. Wow, that's correct. That's not terrible. You have gotten a couple here. Okay. Yeah, his, what happened was, Two for three. I, I read this last night. His father, I guess, was a preacher of some sort. And when Van Gogh first got started, like after, you know, I don't know, whatever he was, 18 years old or whatever, he loved art and he got into like the art trading industry. But this is like the, the mid 1800s. And um, his father, like I said, was in some sort of, he was some kind of a preacher. And Van Gogh decided to try and follow his father's footsteps into that profession, but it didn't really work out. Wow, look at you. All right, two more. And let's right. see if you get if you can get the majority of these. Okay. All right. In what city did Vincent Van Gogh attend the Academy of Fine Art? Paris, Antwerp, London, or Rotterdam? I'll go with Paris. That's incorrect. It was Antwerp. Yeah. Antwerp, I thought. Really? Yeah. You know, I kind of the way you said it, Paris, Antwerp, I thought like they were the same thing. No, no. All right, last one. Here we go. This is for all the marbles. All right, here we get, go. If you get three out of five, I feel like you've learned something from your trip to the museum with Rachel, the Vincent Van Gogh Museum. If I get How, three out of five, I'm like a great free throw shooter on the Lakers. Yeah, probably. How is Vincent Van Gogh generally believed to have died? Suicide, murder, old age, or accidental drowning? Suicide. That's correct. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, he took his wow. own life. That's what they said in the museum last night. Okay, so you learned something. Laura, he learned something. Yeah, you proved me wrong. Really? Oh, <laughs> Laura. You, well, but, Laura, the thing is, is I literally walked around last night, this exhibit, and I read... Avoiding Rachel, so paying attention? Hmm. No, 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 no. She was next to me, but I was kind of like, we were, we were walking, and mm-hmm. I feel like I was like a slide ahead of her. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I would read the slide, then she would read it, then I'd move on, then she'd read it. Yeah. And it was just, you know, listen, I, I don't have any like real passion for art. I don't have any great understanding of art. Okay. Somebody could be standing there and go, hey, you like this painting right here? I'm like, yeah, it's all right. They're like, yeah, well, it's $5 million. I'm like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really get it. You don't care. You know? mm-hmm. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. I'm not an art person. Uh, so I didn't have a lot of expectation going into this Van Gogh thing. I only went because, as Chris noted, I, I kind of was dragged along last night. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what a good boyfriend does, you know? All right. Did mm-hmm. you win Game of Games? Is that true? George, let it be known. Let it be stated. Let it be written in the time capsule of 710 history that today, on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day 2022, your boy, your boy just won Game of Games for the first time. And I think is, I'm about to get on a run. Is hmm. Bergman there still? Uh, in his office. But I yeah, can get have Bergman, here. if you're listening, come over here. Um, or have Bergman come over. I want, uh, I want to know what happened here. So, Laura, what did you just say to me in my ear? I said that I think Clinton allowed him to win. Oh. You think it was a setup, Laura? I do. I, I literally came in here, and they're like, yo, Kaplan won. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> what? And I was like, who let him win? And everyone pointed at Clinton. Well, the category today was famous Freds. What's up? So did Kaplan actually win, or did Clinton let him win? No, he legitimately won. Now, really? does it also count... Because Ireland, Mason and Ireland were not there. Right. See, that's, that's a better I, question yeah, of all, I think all that's of this. Legit. I have to admit, I, I admit that's legit. That is not a Mason, Ireland, or me game. So, And there's no Ireland there to run the table on everybody. Correct. So, sorry, Cap. You can take the win with like an, an asterisk. Oh, really? Like a like a bubble championship? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. You watch whoa, yourself. Whoa, okay. Sir, oh. whoa. Whoa. All right, all right, all right. Hey, it's because nobody everybody. in San Diego wins anything ever. True what about, facts. What about, like, what, about, what about a shortened baseball season kind of a oh, win? Does that count? Oh, now he's hitting you in the white meat. I you, mean, the reason you mean is, the come team, on, the, I won. The te- 
sweeping the team from your city in San Diego? Mm-hmm. Look, look, swept. It was 3 nothing. Just Do you remember that, right? Uh, yeah, I do. All they had I a chance to go, but they got swept. Let me ask you a question. Swept was what happened did, to them. Did, did the swept. Lakers win the championship two years ago? They did. Did the Dodgers win the championship two years ago? Sure did. Was was it a regular season, like full yeah. games? Not no, not full games, but okay, they still so, won. So, so but when was the last I time be... San Diego won something? Well, oh, forget about San Diego. No, 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 there was you, Greg. There was Jorge. There was there were all these other fine, smart people who were all involved in the game of games. And whether Ireland was there or Mason was there is is immaterial. It's not a bubble. It's not a shortened season. The game was played. I played against who who was available. I won the game. Why can't everybody just give me? Congrats, the Kaplan. You won. Thank Congratulations, you, buddy. Congratulations. I'm just Thank wondering. You. Like, if it, I'm just ask. I don't know the rules. Not my. It's not my thing. So yeah. I'm asking Greg if 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 Mason and Ireland are not there, does it actually count? So when we take the when we take the tallies at the end of the month, it will say that Clint uh, Clint sorry, that Kaplan has one win. Okay. Look okay. at that first career game of game win. Feel pretty good about it. Now, hold on. While Bergman is there, let us have another conversation with him. Greg. Yeah. Your video this morning. Yeah. What video? Oh, George, you didn't see this? No. Oh, my God. Let me describe this for you. Sure. So Bergman is in his office. Okay. And he's got Mason, Ireland, Sliwa, Travis, you, me. He's got all of our heads on a board, not Game okay. of Thrones style. Like, like, uh, and, he's, and he's got our um, brackets, our uh-huh. NCAA tournament brackets. Yeah. And Bergman is losing his mind because Jorge walks in and says, yo, Greg, you want to go grab something to eat? And Bergman, Greg, you are an actor, an actor, a thespian, if you will. Oh, well, thank you. Have you ever seen the meme? Do you ever, either of you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I don't I watch have. It. I don't watch it regularly. Okay, but so there's a scene, there's, a, there's an episode where Charlie Day gets a Charlie gets a job in the mail room and he starts going through this whole conspiracy over mail and there's like there's all the different wires going everywhere the red the red uh, yarn going everywhere yeah yeah of course yeah. yeah yeah so and you've seen the meme of that of it's course it's a meme yes yeah, exactly yeah. so i did that meme but with all of your brackets i got to say i got to say this was an academy award winning caliber performance wow I, hey, Greg, I don't like to hand out the, uh, you know, the, the superlatives that easily. And my goodness, I mean, you guys just tried to take away my one win ever on Game of Games. <laughs> I mean. But I'm trying to give you a little bit of love here. This was quite the spectacular performance, I, my I, man. I appreciate that, well, man. What was so spectacular about well, it? Well, you know, he, it. He, he got into character. <laughs> oh, so you were, oh, you were trying to be Charlie Day. Yes. Okay, got it. Now I yes, understand. Yes. Did you just have a good director? Yeah, I did have a good director. My director was Jorge Briones, Brionis, yeah. and he was fantastic. That's why and, he came here and go, like, kind of roo-ra-ring himself? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is roo-ra-ring himself? I don't know what like, roo-ra-ring you know, is Like, you know, like patting himself on the back. Oh, oh God. Oh, really? Gotcha. He was like, breaking his arm, patting himself on the back, huh? Is that, like, some kind of, like, Latino thing that I didn't know? It's like, like, just like a Mexican slang, roo-ra? Like no, a, I think there's, like, another one, but I couldn't oh. think of it, and I made it I'm up. I'm just saying, because our people all speak slightly. We speak the same language, but also slightly different languages. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Se chopora solo, you know? Right. Our, our words can all mean different things oh, depending on where you're from in the world, you know? So. That's that's how we came up with uh, 
What what is it? I don't want to say it because I almost said no maims. No maims. There you go. I almost said the actual thing. I was like, oh, no. Oh, I see it now, Bergman. Thank you for sending it to me. Quite a performance. No, that that makes sense now. I get it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's real acting. I mean, put it this way: if somebody's driving around right now and they're looking for like a neurotic. Well, Bergman is very Charlie Day. Actually, that is a perfect comp. I feel like all over the place, crazy all the time. Right, and people yeah. would see this and they'd go, "This Bergman, I'll tell you what, right now I don't know where he he looks like he's a classically trained actor." Did Sliwa not get it? Is that why he said, "Grab a cup of coffee, buddy"? Uh, I mean, maybe I didn't really, you know, because I saw so, your response to him. And- yeah, I put I put off what the meme was, so he's like, "Oh, okay, maybe." I mean, Sliwa really only understands the pick and roll. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> know, the box and one. Right. You know, like, yeah. But I will say this, George, that at the very end of all of this, and this is the brilliance of this video that Jorge and Bergman shot together today, was at the end, he was like, "Um, yo, you want to go grab lunch? Why are you saying his name like that, by the way? Jorge? Yeah, why are you making it like something that, I I, I mean, no one. Because every time he says his name on the air, he says, go for Jorge. No, no, he says, vote for Jorge. 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 You're, you're, you're doing a... You're doing right, a I'm, make, I'm Yiddishizing that. it. I'm, yeah, I'm making it yeah. a little more Jewish yeah. here, all right? Yeah, yeah. It's for my yeah. people. Or maybe even like, I mean, it could be even Brazilian a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was like, thinking... I, yeah. Every yeah. time he says, he goes, vote for Jorge. And I'm like, okay, way to put in the huh. Yeah. But at the anything. end of it all, like really good radio guys, yeah. okay? Not just a really good actor, but as yeah. really good radio guys, at the end, here comes the plug for in and out Because right. Bergman's like, you know what? Now I'm ready for a double-double. Of course, I knew, yeah. and I'm sure everybody else who was in on it knew... That it was pre seven p.m. Because if Bergman has red meat after seven p.m., then right, he gets yes, yes, stomach like troubles, the right. poops or whatever. Right. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's exactly what it is. But yeah, it was actually filmed yesterday at about five thirty, so it was okay. definitely Excellent. before the seven o'clock the, cutoff. Mm-hmm. The cutoff. Okay, yeah. Did you probiotic. cut off it right there? Like, like cut off. He did the, he he did said, the cut off. Yeah, I'm just curious. All right. Well, Bergman, thank you for stopping by, yes, and sir. thank you for sending that. That's very delightful. Um, all right. Winner. Coming up next, we You're have looking good at a news. winner. More good news. I mean, look, the Lakers are not bringing good news, Mm-mm. but the Dodgers are definitely bringing good news. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about all the Dodgers' good news. Let's talk about the potential good news that's still to come with the Dodgers. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Oh, that's great. Nobody says that anymore. It was cute when great. they were, like, winning. Laura, are you wearing green today? Of course I'm wearing green. It's St. Patty's Day. I haven't worn green all day today. But you're home, to no? Yeah, but I was on TV today. Oh, yeah, no green. green. You either? No, I'm not. I don't really celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I mean, I I used to a long... Me too. Me too, back in the day. Yeah, but I don't drink beer anymore, so like, you know... Right, well, that's the other thing. I I drink... I I, I don't mind beer, like, on specific days. Like, Mm -hmm. I like beer in certain settings. I like beer if it's hot outside, okay? Let's start with that. Ooh, yeah. I like beer at a ball game, okay? Um... And I like beer on, like, special days like St. Patrick's Day. Like, I'll have a Guinness or something like that okay. or whatever. 
Um, but that's it. Like, that's pretty much it. I'm more of a spirits person. Um, you know, tequila mandala. Mandala. Thank you. Uh, you know, maybe a little whiskey, a little yeah. bourbon, a little scotch. I mean, whatever. You know, that's pretty I just, much I the deal. I just don't know why, but, like, I guess maybe it's because I've become the old guy that, you know, St. Patrick's Day is no longer like this, hey, it's St. Patty's Day, let's meet at right. the bar and go crazy oh, yeah. and drink yeah. green beer. And then I don't like dark beers, you know, so, like, Guinness really? never really mm. did it for me. Yeah. I, I didn't like it either, and then I had a more sophisticated palate. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I just said that you like chicken fingers and hot dogs. Yeah, that's exactly what you did. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, I just dark beer just doesn't really (laughs) do it. Green beer. Not that there's anything wrong with chicken fingers and hot dogs because who doesn't like it? But I'm saying, you know. But I also, but I, but I will say this, and I don't know if this is Irish or not. If it has anything to do with you know St. Patty's Day, I did try recently a stout because I'm usually just a Mexican lager or like a American light beer kind of beer drinker. You know, people, like, give me the hard time about it. They're like, you're ordering an American light beer? I'm like, yeah, I don't need the hazy IPAs. I don't need all that heaviness, you know. But I tried a stout recently. A stout's good. I like a stout. But is Guinness considered a stout? Anybody know? Sophisticated palates out there? I mean, it is, I, think that's I would what say. It is. is it? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not really sure. St. Patty's Day today, though. So no celebration, George? No green for you? No, none, none whatsoever. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm all alone. My children are away. So, uh, speaking of which, hold on one sec. You guys talk amongst yourselves for so, a second here. I actually don't drink beer anymore, Cap, because I just can't. Mm-hmm. Like I physically can't drink beer. But I mean, it is St. Patty's Day. I am in downtown LA. I might trickle into a bar. You know, I am wearing green. But if the I right person think that just comes up, because it's St. Patrick's Day, you have to drink beer. Like, you can drink other things. No, 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 I know. But I'm saying, like, that's kind of, like, the thing, right? Like, green beer and stuff. Like, that that was the thing. I don't know. I, I bartended a lot of St. Patrick's Days, and I feel like people were just drinking everything. A lot of Irish car bombs. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah, but true. I don't want any green beer. Because I think, didn't we have a conversation the other day? About food coloring, or was it about green? Yeah, beer? no, it was the it was Krispy Kreme, the green oh, donuts, free, right, and right, you were right. like, "I'm out." Yeah, I'm out on all like like heavy duty food colorings. I'm not putting that in me. It's okay. I mean, you know, you celebrate however you want. No one's yeah. gonna judge you. Yeah. I might go grab a tequila or something. You know, mm-hmm. never know. Yeah, I feel like people celebrated uh, St. Patrick's Day last weekend rather than today or this upcoming weekend. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Am yep. I right here? Yeah, my friend and I actually... It's like it's like Halloween. And Halloween, it's one of those things where, like, people don't have Halloween parties after Halloween. It's all beforehand. Yeah. And oh. it's, like, the same thing with St. Patrick's Day, I think. Yeah, my friend and I went to downtown Fullerton on Saturday, and it was crazy. Like, it, yeah, was, I, it was lit down there. I had friends that went to Chicago last weekend. Oh, and the last river. Weekend, it was all green. Like, yes. so the, the, the river in Chicago was green mm-hmm. last okay. weekend. Not t- I, Maybe it is today. I don't know. But not this upcoming weekend. But, they, yeah, they start. So my friend was there, too, and I wanted to go. I just couldn't. But I, that's one of my things. Uh, that's a bucket list thing for me because I love Chicago. I want to go when the rivers are green. Have you been, Cap? I've not been to Chicago yeah. during St. Patrick's Day, and I don't want to go to Chicago during St. <laughs> Patrick's Day because it's too damn cold for me. I'm a tropical brother. Okay. Lindsay, have you been? It, no, it's like 70 degrees there right now, though. My dad oh, really? called me earlier. Yeah, he, it's nice. like he t- Yeah, he lives there. 
He told me they about how they dyed the river green last week, and it was like the first time in like three years because of the pandemic and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he didn't go. But he was like, "Oh, it's supposed to be seventy degrees," and I was just like, "Oh, that's even worse." Like <laughs> as far as the people go, I don't deal with like those big crowds like that. Yeah, but I'm telling you, last weekend it was not seventy degrees because I followed these buddies of mine that went there for a bachelor party, and it was like pure bitter cold, gnarly, and nasty. And I want nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? I do. I'm yeah, just, well, 70 you know, there now, though. Yeah, I was so going to say it's, it's nice there, now. There's probably all kinds of crazy people out there. Yeah, I would think so. All right, so, hey, listen, um, George just said talk amongst yourselves, and I don't know exactly what he did. He kind of started with my kids are gone, and then it turned into talk amongst yourselves. So I will say this. George is going to want to come back, and I know he's going to want to talk about Freddie Freeman. I want to talk about Freddie Freeman, too. I am so impressed with the fact that the Dodgers pulled this off. Because last week when we started talking about it, I was saying, dude, if I'm Freddie Freeman, I've been in Atlanta my whole career. You know, this is my team. We just won a World Series. You know, I'd love to get home to Southern California, but this is my team. I'm going to stay here. And the Braves just did not give him the love that a player of his magnitude deserves. And here come the Dodgers to just swoop right in and score this guy. And let me tell you, man, when you look at the Dodger lineup from top to bottom, it's littered with all-stars and MVPs. Mm-hmm. I saw Jeff Passan of ESPN say in his 20 years of covering Major League Baseball, he's never seen a lineup like what the Dodgers have now created. It is incredible. And, you know, it's funny because in the first segment, Bergman was starting to give me a hard time, and people are on Twitter as well. Lindsay, you know, I won Game of Games today. Did you know that? Hmm. Oh, congrats. It's the first one, right? Correct. And I'm taking a lot of pride in that. And somebody sent a message that said, does it count? that cap one game of games when there's no Mason in Ireland. So Bergman comes in, and, and he was posed that question, does it count when Mason and Ireland aren't in? And I said, did the Lakers win a championship in a bubble? Does that count? And then I yes. said, did the Dodgers win a, a World Series in a shortened season? Yes. Okay. So he right away turned it into, well, you know, you spent the last 20 years of your life in San Diego. Nobody ever wins anything down there. My only point was I won the game. I know Congrats. Clinton was hosting. You can call it a bubble championship. You can call it a shortened championship. Mason and Ireland weren't there. I played against who was there. I won the game. That's all I'm saying. Congrats, Cap. Thank you. We are happy for yeah, you. Yeah, good job, Thank Cap. You. Thank now you. you only need like 30 to catch up with me. Well, I'm going to work <laughs> on that. But here, here was, here was going to be my point in all of this, okay? Here was going to be my point. Uh, I told everybody in San Diego when I first came up to 710, and everybody told me I'm a sellout and everything else, I said, here's the one thing about L.A. sports franchises. And it's different than most places on the planet. In particular, it's a huge difference between L.A. and San Diego. L.A. teams go for superstars. Mm -hmm. L.A. teams go for championships. And listen, it couldn't have been more true this past year during the Super Bowl and the run towards the Super Bowl, because all we talked about was the Rams got the quarterback they needed. The Rams went out and got Vaughn Miller. We'll talk about that later on in the afternoon. The Rams went out and got Odell Beckham. I mean, the Rams even came out themselves and said, for us to get to Dodger level or Laker level, we got to do what those teams do. Sign big superstars and win multiple championships. That's how you become legendary in this sports market. Well, the Dodgers have done it again. They didn't just go out and say, hey, we're going to find a body and plug him in, and that's going to be a bat that's hopefully going to replace Corey Seager in the lineup. They went out and got the one guy 
that as soon as the lockout was over, everybody was talking, where is Freddie Freeman going to show up? And today, well, as of last evening, we now know he'll be wearing a Dodger uniform. They go for stars. They go for broke. They go for championships seemingly every single year. Come home. I mean, that is mm-hmm. that is amazing that Freddie Freeman is now a Dodger. And when you look at this lineup, because the, the Dodgers actually put out a um, – the Dodgers put out a – let me see if I can find it here real quick. The Dodgers put out a post. Oh, here it is. Mookie Betts, five-time All-Star, one-time MVP. Freddie Freeman, five-time All-Star, one-time MVP. Trey Turner, All-Star. Uh, Muncie, two-time All-Star. Smith, future All-Star. Uh, Bellinger, two-time All-Star and an MVP. Uh, Justin Turner, a two-time All-Star. A.J. Pollock, an All-Star. And Turner, uh, a, a one-time All-Star. I mean, this is truly top to bottom, one through nine, especially now that there's a DH in the National League. This is an All-Star team that the Dodgers have put together. And I suspect that the Dodgers and what they've done and the roster that they've built will probably work out significantly better than what the Lakers did. I think so, too. That's my suspicion. (laughs) Mentioning the Lakers, hey, in celebration of Lakers Ticket Thursday, we're giving away two tickets to see the Lakers against the Sixers this Wednesday, March 3rd. Now, if you've given up on the Lakers and you're thinking to yourself, I don't need to go to any more games this year, let me just tell this to you. I'm in the house on Wednesday night. Laura, are you going Wednesday? Um, I want to. Sure. Okay. I'm uh, down. Lindsay, are you going? Because we made this whole game plan with Clinton Yates. Wait, wait. I heard you backed out of the romper thing. I haven't backed out officially because it hasn't happened yet. It's Wednesday of this upcoming no, week. No, I'm going. I'm definitely going. And are you still wearing a romper? For sure. Still romping? Uh, yeah. Okay, I haven't gotten a romper yet. Romper. Hey, make sure you're romper. listening yeah, to the show today. Girls uh, listen. Romper. Wait, wait. You have your romper? You're done? You're good? Linz? Yeah, I got mine. Yeah, I don't have mine yet. Uh, make sure you're listening yeah. to the show today really, really, really carefully. Because at around 5.45-ish, we're going to have show-related trivia. So that means you got to listen, you got to take notes, you got to know what we're talking about, and you got to be ready to answer the questions. The first person to answer the questions correctly will win two tickets to the Lakers versus the Sixers this upcoming Wednesday, March 23rd. Listen for your chance to win on Laker Ticket Thursday here on Sedano and Cap. All right, coming up, George's going to come back, I'm sure. I want to talk more about this Freddie Freeman situation. Also, the Rams are making moves. Some guys are leaving. Some guys are coming. We'll get to all of that. Just getting going. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, 
legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Uh-oh. Here we go. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, Mr. 305. Well, he was, but then he became Mr. Worldwide. Hmm. It's not just limited to the 305. But he is a 305 boy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's from there, sure. Can you turn? But this is like my favorite Pitbull song. Go play it, play it, play it. I I like it too. Dale. Tonight. See, Cap, I like you. I knew this was your song. This is my song right here. This is my jam. This is my Pitbull jam right here. Tonight. Who is there singing with him in this song, on this song? I'm going to take a stab here. I'm not 100% sure, but is that Neo? It is Neo. Get out of here. Come on. Come on. How did you know that? Did you look that up? I didn't. I don't know how I knew. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Seriously. I don't know where that came from at all. That's funny. Here's my favorite part, though. He's supposed to have another album coming out uh, this year. It's been a minute since he's had an album. So, what were you going to say, Cap? I love Pitbull because he's inspirational, you know? Is he? I think so. No, he is. I listen, so. he he was, a, I mean, a regular dude who got discovered and um, has made a lot of money since, man. And he works hard as hell. He's what I like to call the Stephen A. Smith of, uh, of music. There is not a time where Pitbull's going to say no. He is going to be there. You need him to be on camera somewhere, Stephen A. is going to be there. You need Pitbull to perform somewhere, he'll be there. Yeah, I would like to get one of those nice-fitting, kind of tighter sort of white no. suits. No. You know, those big, mm-hmm. like, aviator mm-hmm. glasses, you know, mm-hmm. some cool shoes, no, no, show no, no, off no. my moves. No, 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 Mm-mm. no. I don't know. I, I, I was at a Pitbull concert a couple of years ago, and I'm pretty much sure he and I made eye contact during the show. <laughs> oh, my God. And He's your are you friends now? with him, too, like Canelo? Yeah. Well, kind of like Canelo. And, yeah. and I, I gave him the point, like the same kind of point that I point every night at Laker games, you know, the yeah. same point that everybody says looks like a cheesy magician. But I gave Pitbull that point. He looked back Whoa! at me. Hold on. We got breaking news, bro. No way. How breaking? Big breaking. Big break? The Raiders just got. Devontae Adams. No way. The Packers get two twenty-two picks, including the Raiders' first-round pick per sources. How do you think Aaron Rodgers feels about that right now? Well, he probably feels pretty good about it, as in, well, I got all the money, so we can't have anybody else. I knew Devontae had to go, but I don't really care because I got the money. Wow. That's That's huge. Adam Schefter reporting that. The Raiders get Devontae Adams. That is so... Interesting to me in that as much as Derek Carr has had some decent wide receivers along the way, I mean, Amari Cooper was good, but he wasn't great. Right. And he played with him in college. Um, That part I didn't know. You're saying that that Carr and Devontae Adams? They were teammates. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. I I didn't realize Devontae Adams has been in the league that long, and I certainly didn't know he's a Fresno State alum. That I had no idea. That is an amazing pull by the Raiders. That's pretty incredible. Because Devontae Adams, George, look, as much as Cooper Cup had the most incredible season and won the wide receiver triple crown, and in my opinion, Cooper Cup, based on production this year, Cooper Cup's the best wide receiver in the NFL, my opinion. Based on production. Correct. 
But there are many people out there who would say to you, yeah, Cooper Cup's really great, and he had an amazing year. But if you told me I have the choice between Devontae Adams and Cooper oh, yeah. Cup, Come on, man. most people would tell you, 9 out of 10 people, I'd yeah. be the one. 9 out of 10 people would tell you, I'll take Devontae Adams. Just me too. He's, he's a talent that is very rare. Combination, size, speed, route running, strength, production. And when you've played with Aaron Rodgers for all these years, now Derek Carr is going to have a wide receiver like Devontae Adams? Yeah, that's, a, that's a big, big get for the Raiders, especially as you look at the Chargers quarterback, the, the Kansas City quarterback situation, and then yesterday Russell Wilson signing on and, and having his introductory press conference in Denver. Rather than get a better quarterback, just get better wide receivers. And they got another pass rusher in Chandler Jones. That's very impressive what the Raiders have done. That is real impressive. Who's the – oh, the Raiders GM is the New England guy, right? Well, they yeah, they, they went out and they – Him they and got, Josh McDaniel, and they got the, the, the other guy uh, – What's his name? The GM that they got. That he's mean, also uh, what's from his the face? Patriots. What's his face? Uh, is his name? What's his face? What's his face? Yeah, yes, exactly. That guy. Right, him. Yeah. Dave yeah. Ziegler. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know that guy. What do you mean, yeah, know. anyway? He's the guy who came from New England. Yeah. I mean, you say that. I'm like, But the name doesn't like do anything for me, he's right? He's the I same mean, age as I am. That means I could be an NFL GM. Wait a second. Not only could you be an NFL GM, you're actually too old to be an NFL coach. Like, right. Well, the Sean McVay group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is really impressive. I am glad you stopped me from whatever I was rambling about. That is serious news. I think I was about to tell a story about how Pitbull Wait, and I where's, made Wait, bring back Bergman for a second. Like, is Bergman there again? He's no, got to be. No, he's gone. He should be celebrating. Oh, that he kid's left celebrating. early, you know? Wow, he left right before Devontae Adams got signed. He's that is probably such a huge jamming story. in his car listening to you guys like, oh, my God. That is no, such a huge not. story. That is <laughs> Why did you monstrous. make him sound like uh, like a girl at a bachelorette party? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Bergman, uh, looks like the Raiders no just signed Devontae Adams. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. He, okay, By the he way, say that. God forbid, because you said, oh, Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't care if he got paid. But God forbid. God help the Packers if they did not communicate this with Aaron Rodgers oh, beforehand. Right. Right? <laughs> right. I'm sure it went something like this. Hey, Aaron, I know you're about to sign this massive, ridiculous, over-the-top contract that's going to leave Greg us with listening. no money for anybody else. Um, but I'm just letting you know before you sign that, there will be no Devontae Adams because how are we going to pull this off, dude? Bro, if they didn't tell Aaron Rodgers, he's going to have a conniption. Okay? Oh, I would love that. God, I would just love that. Yeah. The NFL's done the drama pretty well lately. It's almost like rivaling NBA drama. I'm so glad you just said that because yeah. I was thinking. But the there was a lot of times thing. where it wasn't. It was very boring. They're right. too boring. But now you got like a crybaby like Baker Mayfield who, oh, my God, the Browns contemplated possibly upgrading their quarterback position. How dare they? And Baker feeling Baker Mayfield's feelings were hurt, so he went to Instagram last night to tell everybody, thank you in Cleveland, but I don't know what the future holds. And then the story is that his agents go ask the, the Browns for a trade, and the Browns tell him, no, we didn't get Deshaun Watson, so we're not trading Baker Mayfield. We're going with him. Yeah. And by the way, that's not the only wide receiver uh, that's going to one of the teams here that people love. Uh, obviously, the Rams made a move earlier. We got to get into that too. Let's let's dive into that a little bit as well. But breaking news: Devontae Adams reuniting with Derek Carr, his college teammate. The Raiders get Devontae Adams. 
Uh, I'm still awaiting to see uh, if there's a passive-aggressive tweet or Instagram post by Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to that. But by the way, Lakers ticket Thursday. Make sure you're listening to the show closely because around 545, we'll give away a pair of tickets to see Lakers Sixers on Wednesday. That's next week, March 23rd. So listen for your chance to win on Lakers ticket Thursday. All right, we'll take a quick break. Let's die. Let's keep it rolling on the Raiders getting Devontae Adams. Let's uh, let's talk about the Rams getting Allen Robinson and what the hell that means for Odell Beckham Jr. We are back in a couple minutes. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Oh, a little yeah. early, Debbie Deb, yeah. for Beto Duran, because we're off tomorrow, because the Lakers are playing in Toronto, right? I got you, Beto. Yep. Yeah. Beto! Mucho gusto, amigo. He's punching his steering yep. wheel right now. Listen. Well, let me that. tell you guys something real quick here. Let me tell you. Tell me then. Yeah, let me tell you something. So I got. Uh, so because we're off tomorrow, because the Lakers are playing. Because we're off Monday, because the Lakers are playing. Oh, that's right. We got a four day weekend, bro. Dude, I George, I am not a planner. I'm not a preparer. Mm-hmm. Just how you just said. Oh, dude, we have a four day weekend. That would like sneak up on me as well because I'm a day to day kind of guy. Yeah. But I'd been thinking to myself, I think there's a few more times where we're going to have a couple of consecutive days off with Laker games. Let me look at the schedule. So I look at the schedule, and I find out we've got the Friday-Monday off. So I make a plan, right? Remember when my girlfriend told me I wasn't romantic? Remember, Laura? I do. Okay. And you're still with her, so you're doing something right. I made a plan. I planned a weekend getaway. Okay. I planned a weekend getaway. What is it? To Loretto, Mexico. And um, okay. and then a friend of mine introduced me to another friend down there, somebody I've never met before. His name is Arturo. And when, when a group text came in and he said, hey, Scott, I'm Arturo. I said, Arturo, mucho gusto, como esta? Like, like I broke out anything I had in Espanol, you know? And he came back and hit me with English. He didn't seem offended by my mucho gusto. I thought that's a nice thing to say. I don't think Beto's offended. I no, think he's he not. Just, it's not offended. It's Mm-mm. just like, bro, I talk English. Talk to me in English. I know, but I want to talk Spanish, so I, it's mucho practicando para usted or para me. <laughs> See? I, necesita practicando. <laughs> necesito para practicar. Tienes ¿Sí? que practicar para sí. platicar. Sí, I necesito practicar. Mm-hmm. Para platicar. Para plati- para what? Para platicar. Para platicar was platicar. Platicar is to converse. Yeah. Oh, yo, that's what I need. I need practice. There you go. That's so? what you just said. In Spanish. Yeah. Exactly. My man Arturo's taking care of me, though, this weekend down there. Arturito. <laughs> oh, don't do the ito. I hate that. Arturito. I hate that. Why don't Latin people do that? They all do it, though. So you just <sighs> got to get used to it. I don't want kids, but if I ever have kids, I will not do that to my kids. There was a... Mm-hmm. I was Jorjito. Laurita. I hate that. People exactly. still do that. They don't do that, uh, you know. Uh, we, we couldn't do that with Scott, even if you were Hispanic. We couldn't do Scott. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, we can't work. do that. Yeah, it doesn't work with your name. No. <laughs> That's one you just got to be out. <laughs> yeah. So, Alan Robinson, Cap. Yeah. 
signs a $45 million deal to be with the Rams. They're still talking about re-signing Odell Beckham Jr. Are they going to run like five wide and no running backs? What's going on here? You know, when I saw this Allen Robinson story, I thought to myself, why are they signing Allen Robinson? And then it occurred to me. I mean, he's good. He's a good player. But the fact of the matter is, Allen Robinson has been good on what has been a pretty mediocre Chicago Bears team. And prior and, to that, a mediocre Philly team, no? Right, and he's and his quarterbacks have been guys like Mitch Trubisky or um, Carson Wentz at one point, I believe, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and then also last year um, Justin Fields, the kid, the first-year player out of Ohio State. So he's never really had a quarterback right. like a guy like Matthew Stafford. So I thought Correct. to myself – so, okay. So, and by Odell, the way, I meant Jacksonville, not Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Okay, well, thank you. Yes. So then it wasn't Carson Wentz. Who was it? I don't know. Uh, uh, it was probably a, a, like Blake Bortles or somebody. Yeah, Blake Bortles, actually. Yeah. That is who it was. Again, something that just popped out of my mouth. I don't even know how it came out of my mouth. I, I don't know. I mean, you're on a roll today. I know. Pretty, I'm, you know what it is? I started taking that product I told you about, Athletic Greens. It's very, uh, it's got like, like mental clarity powers yeah. to it. It's working. Yeah. So, so Alan Robinson, back to him for a second. So, Allen Robinson's been a good receiver in the NFL, but has never had a Matthew Stafford caliber quarterback. Correct. Which means he might go from being good on bad teams to really, really outstanding on a good team with an excellent quarterback. Yeah. But what I was thinking to myself is, you got Cooper Cup, and he had an incredible year, most productive year that an NFL receiver's ever had. Phenomenal. But, oh, ridiculous. Not just phenomenal. But Odell is hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And Robert Woods is hurt. Right, he's coming off an injury, yeah. So you have two guys who are both coming off major knee injuries yes. in Robert Woods and Odell Beckham. Yeah. Now you still have Van Jefferson. Yeah. So my question to you would be this. Yeah. Do you think that either Odell Beckham, who will be a free agent or is now a free agent, or Robert Woods, who two years ago signed a four-year contract, do you think one of those two guys will not be back with the Rams? They seem to believe they seem to think they can have them all. I mean, the story that's out there is they still also want to resign Odell Beckham. Right. So, okay. So if let's just say the Rams go into the season and they've got Cooper Cup, they've got Allen Robinson, and they've got Van Jefferson. Those are their three healthy guys. Yeah. And you've got Odell and Robert Woods both right. still theoretically would be injured at that right, time. Right, but Odell of the year. probably wouldn't be able to come back. Odell would be, or Robert Woods in theory would come back sooner. Um, right, now, granted, not, you don't know that because everybody's body's different, but in theory, he should be back sooner than Odell. But what, by George, maybe a month, maybe? Just just based on what yeah, his injury was? Yeah, but a month was? is a big difference. Like, Odell probably won't be ready to start the season, I would say. That's a fair I, I, I would agree. I, I would think yeah. Robert Woods might not be ready to start the it's season. It's possible, but more, but more possible that he is. Okay, so here's the thing. If you're the Rams and you gave Robert Woods a four-year contract two years ago, mm-hmm. could Robert Woods become, I'm putting this in quotes because this is what it's called, but a cap casualty? Expendable. And then what you do is you sign Odell? I, this is what I'm wondering right now is because getting Allen Robinson is like, okay, look, we need three healthy wide receivers to start the well, season. Well, here's the other thing. Tyler Higby also got hurt, remember? That's right. That's right. So they may they may want to go four and five wide because their best tight end, you know, they had the other kid who played, Blanton, who played, you know, in the Super Bowl and late in the playoffs in the championship game. But, 
you know, they may not have a, a tight end they, they feel comfortable with regularly, so they would just prefer, let's just spread it out four and five wide. Well, again, They though, ran more empty than anyone last year. But, again, you're talking about Robert Woods and Odell Beckham not coming and, and, back. And by the way, yeah. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, yeah. but I, I should – Explain to people there may people may be there may be people that don't know what that means when I say they ran more empty than anyone they ran more empty backfield sets which means they have five offensive linemen the quarterback and five wide receivers so there you go you know I'm really glad you explained that because those of us <clears throat> in the league we got that language we got that verbiage those of us outside of the circle of the league may just not have gotten that term I mean I don't know over. but I've also called NFL games so I'm technically also in the league well that's what I'm saying you're in the league. I'm, uh, I'm in, yeah, you and I are in this league. Right, together. this league we're in together. The NFL, we're in it. The NBA, you're in it, I'm out of it. Yeah, it's me and Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'll and just say this. part-time Slee, don't forget part-time Slee. Oh, right. Part-time and, Slee? Yes. Right, and, and Slee is, Slee is a home, hometown in the league kind of guy. I saw make... Slee yesterday, by the way. You did? Because I was in studio yesterday doing the, um, the studio, hosting the studio for the Warriors uh, Celtics mm-hmm. last night on ESPN. And I came by because I had to record a commercial uh, for my friends at Tequila Mandala. Mm-hmm. And I saw Slee. He was in uh, one of the studios. And, uh, I mean, this poor kid. I mean, yeah. he's got to endure all these awful Laker games. Like, you and I, like, we could kind of watch it, but we could also, like, do stuff at the house, right? Like, he's actually got to pay attention to every possession. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in these 25-point blowouts. It's just, it's got to be miserable. It's sad. Well, I will tell you guys this. Last last night, I had no interest in this Laker game, but I did want to make sure I was home for the post-game press conferences. Oh, you know it. Because the post-game press conferences are 100 times more entertaining today than the game itself. Yeah, big game James, man. Well, it's not just that. I mean, Russell Westbrook, what's he going to wear? What's he going to say? Who's yeah. he not going to care? Who says what about him? Yeah. I mean, for oh, a guy... we got to get into that. I oh, think in the next time. segment, let's save that one because we don't have a lot of time here. Yeah. But let's save that for the next segment because there's a lot to unpack there. And I know that there's a lot of conversations today about, oh, our team's going too far with the disrespect with Russ. And on the surface, I think that you would probably say yes. But when you dig a little deeper, I think that there's more to that than I think most people would recognize. So let's get into that on the other side. We'll break here a little early, and we'll do what you need to know, and then we'll get into the rust stuff because it is fascinating how he is getting clowned in a lot of ways. I don't think there's any question about that at the moment, and it can't feel great, but I don't know if I feel all that sorry for him about what's happening on the court. Um, I was much more of an ally when it came to the stuff about his name and calling people out of their name. That, 100%, I'm in with him on. This stuff, though, mm, I would just say, Cap, here's the tease. Sometimes you reap what you sow, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll get to that on the other side. What you need to know as well. We're back in about three minutes or so, 710 ESPN.